Good evening. I'm gonna sing the song. What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? It is, um, it's that kind of hot in Philadelphia where it's sort of like, what I, I guess I've been to the south, but like southern heat, you know, where it really slows you down. You know, and then you think, wow, it really stands to reason why the South is kind of a bit slower. It's very, it's too hot to move quickly. Um, I'm in Philadelphia. Change of environment. I'm walking north on 9th Street um, from where we are in residence at a building called Bok, B-O-K, which was at one time um, a trade school. And then I guess it became an abandoned structure and then someone bought it for a dollar and rejuvenated it into some kind of community actually don't really under I, I don't have the language to explain what it is but basically people can rent space in it to make candles or um you know have a very small fashion business or something and they have a giant gymnasium and an auditorium and we you are to rented out those spaces for our eight-week summer course i'm at summer I'm at summer program <laughs> and um, today was day sort of day four because we had a welcoming reception on Sunday and then we've had three days of what they call study cycle which is a week of group study with lecturers and this year it's all being facilitated and curated by kind of outsidery bookstore book reading space in Philadelphia called Ulysses which is somewhat like paper, um, printed matter rather and um, it's all been uh, you know we've all been trying to figure out how to exist in this gymnasium I mean it presents a lot of possibilities which is wonderful in terms of the space and how how we arrange ourselves at tables etc but the acoustics are are maddening and so there's been a lot of discussion around how how do we arrange ourselves so that you know lectures can be heard with or without microphone etc and um you know, it's not fully resolved yet. And I do a lot of, today I started doing a lot of walking around the room during the lecture to figure out a spot where I would hear best. And um, that was fine. The bad news about today is that I took the bus this morning. I thought, well, that'll be really nice to not be so hot and to just arrive at school dry. Oh, not fully soaked from walking for 25 minutes and um, and it all went very well and I, I 
took the bus and I it was cool and very few people were on it and then at the end of today which was just a few minutes ago I cleaned up my belongings and got and started to leave the building when I realized I don't think I have my wallet so I went back in the space and I looked all around and I didn't find it I have a feeling I left it on the bus and um I gave the SEPTA, which is the bus and rail system, people a call to see if it was in there lost and found. And um, I spoke with some extremely courteous people who answered the phone almost immediately. And they didn't have it right now. But fingers crossed, I am going to call them in a bit. And maybe at the end of the day day, they'll um, it'll turn up. And if not, it's okay. So far, my credit cards have not been used. So I do, I have a feeling I misplaced it, you know? And I'm wondering right now if in my wallet I have my phone number. I mean, I, my name is my name, you know? So if somebody really wanted to return it to me, it'd be very easy to figure out how to contact me because. I'm the only Reed Bartleby. All you'd have to do is a cursory Google search or an Instagram DM or whatever. But nothing so far. I'll have a look at all those platforms when I get back to where I'm staying, my Airbnb. Um, oh, so that's aggravating, but there was nothing of much value in there. There was maybe, I don't know, 20... 20 no more than $25 of cash and um, a debit card and two credit cards and I didn't even have the Reed and Harriet business card which is great because I left it with Harriet while I'm away I mean we both have one but I accidentally paid for some clothing that Harriet knew we'd be doing a big return on while I was away so then I had to give her my card that was my bad and um, what else was in there? My driver's permit was in there. <laughs> um, so if I don't get it back, I'll have to figure out how to get another one of those. And my Parks and Recreation ID was in there, though that was expired for sure. My library card was in there. Linda, please give me a new library card. My University of the Arts ID was in there, and that's fine. Donna Face said she would easily be able to get me a new one, so that's fine. Credit cards are fine. It's all fine. And wow, technology really does make life easier. Because I just went on the Chase app, and I just fro I locked all my cards. I just there's a little little uh, icon of a padlock and I just went there for each card and just locked them all so I have no fear of people spending my riches um, at any rate uh, I'm living in an Airbnb with three classmates right now and then one of one of our housemates will move out in a couple days. Actually, we'll all move out in a couple days, but Cece, her child is coming from Georgia 
and then the two of them will have their own place somewhere and then Ushindi and Devon and myself will move into a different place with less bedrooms I'm assuming um, so there'll be a little bit of moving around in the next couple days which is fine because I'm I did not take the clothes out of my suitcase I just sort of arranged my suitcase in a like an open face sandwich where all my clothes are folded in a way that I can see them um, clothes clothes and money actually don't really seem to matter very much right now in grad school because we're just we have to sort of be ready for anything during the day physically and mentally um, you just never know so you have to wear comfy clothes and um, you know, they, they bring food for us. Although I did leave for lunch yesterday. I got a poke bowl and I went and got a septa card, which is, you know, which is now turning out to be too bad and ominous that I want to get that card. And now it's created this disheartening and challenging situation. Anyways, so that's, that's UART's MFA at the moment. Um, been meeting a lot of new people. In fact, I've been meeting even a lot of old people who I'd never seen prior to three days ago. So in that way, it's been, you know, somewhat overwhelming in a good way. And um, I'm just hoping I can get all this work done in a way that I can feel good about. And um, because I'm going to get the work done. That's not a question of that. Unless, you know, physical harm comes to me as I'm walking down these tiny streets and a car blasts into me. That's the word I'm trying to think of. And a car, a car pummels me down, pummels me, no, a car slams into me, no, and a car runs me down. I guess that would be the most conventional thing to say. Um, so, yeah, so there's UART, there's where I live, hopefully I'll, I'll do a little short story with one of the roommates tonight, so it's not just me yet again. I mean, the, the, the preparations to leave, to come to school were just like, so frenetic. I mean, I was running in circles for days and days, just trying to finish up reading Harriet work and get my own life organized back in the city in my apartment because I knew Joe and Lauren would be staying there for a few days. So I wanted it to, I wanted to make it nice. And, um, and then, you know, getting myself on the Peter Pan bus to Philadelphia with all my stuff, you know, it was a little bit scary. And now here I am and everything's okay, minus the wallet. Are you mad at me for bringing up the wallet again? I know. I felt so bad to walk upstairs where they were having a meeting uh, in the kind of mezzanine of this gymnasium to say, you know, Donna Fam, I'm so sorry I've misplaced my wallet. Is there a lost and found here? And I just thought, God, so stressful for everybody when someone loses their wallet you know what I mean it's not just 
it's really laying a lot of stress on the people to whom you with whom you share that kind of information because we all know that feeling you know that oh oh but I always quiet my nerves about losing things like that construction I quiet my nerves by thinking about my mother and that time at Grand Central Station when we were on our way to I guess we must have been on our way upstate for Thanksgiving with Lisa Silvestri and Sue Rose friends of the family and um, suddenly my mom was like you know what we're going to have to kind of reorient ourselves or redirect ourselves towards um, (laughs) we're on a different trajectory essentially I mean obviously that's not the language that she used That's, that's full full graduate school language reorient um and she had been mugged just sort of very quietly someone took her her purse or her wallet or something and so we were left without the means to pay for said train tickets because you know such things as apple pay didn't exist at the time um so anyways and she was very calm she sort of made an effort to to not panic and said you know it's only things 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 come and go it's true all things come and go no including us our very lives are temporary um what else can I tell you I oh I'm gonna try to watch Loki I watched first two episodes and I mean in a like from as ambient sound more or less I wasn't so focused because I was busy scrubbing the bathroom and stuff like that um, and that seems fun although I'm not feeling like I have any time to really invest in television or YouTube at the moment did watch somebody from the New York Times make ice cream sandwiches or no ice cream cakes last night I have to put one of my bags down and then pick it up on my other shoulder because I'm my right shoulder blade is starting to ache Ugh, do you carry tote bags on your left shoulder or your right shoulder I carry them on my left which seems um, counterintuitive as a, as a right-handed person, but um, it does make sense for why the left side of my body is a little bit shorter than my right. Um, I always was a little squished over there. I was always bearing down on my left, ballet teachers would say would say, you know, your right shoulder's higher than your left. But really the problem was is that my entire rib cage was tilting over to the left. Um, uh, Man, I was really good at crunching into that left side of the spine that I could do quite an arabesque on my left left side. Left leg up. Left leg way, way up. Them stays are absolutely gone. Um, And, you know, I, I... 
without really having any um, large intestine over there anymore. I don't really know what my organ situation is over there on the left side, so I'm not trying to push the limit. Um, I mean, maybe if I tried, I'd be even more flexible over there now that I'm a little emptier. Um, you know, Harriet texted today from up at Bard. She's handling the Pam uh, outdoor dance that's happening up there shortly. And doing final fittings, blah, blah, blah. And I checked in today. And she was like, oh, you know, I fixed the butt of Zach Gonder's pants. And I said, oh, well, well, were they weird? She said, yeah, I, I had to pinch some of the fabric out of the center back seam in order to elongate the center back curve of the pant. And I, I, I was taken aback for a moment in thinking about that sentence. Cause if you have seen the pattern of a pant laid flat, that makes a lot of sense. But if you have pinched fabric out of the center back seam of a pant, it doesn't, it feels very counterintuitive because you feel as if you're definitely shortening something, as if you're taking away from a volume or a distance. And you are, in fact, taking away from a volume. But by curving out that line further, you are, in fact, creating a longer. Um, a longer rise in a way or a longer what's that called? Girth. Yeah. the What is that called? The thing where it goes from your waist, center waist under your crotch and back up to your other waist. What's that called? I don't know why I'm calling it the girth. That feels very like horse riding, you know. The um feel like one of the parts of saddle was called the girth and it went under the armpits of the horse to hold hold the saddle saddle steady um wow people ride on horses that's so crazy i wonder who figured that out someone who really needed to get somewhere they were like well god look how fast they go just get on one see if you can get on one run over there that one seems like less crazy than the others, you know, just like, so you can absolutely jump onto its back, that giant animal. I mean, maybe, maybe early humans have been riding some other kind of precursor to the horse prior to that. Were there human-ish people, human-ish things around, um, um, with dinosaurs? No, right? No, that was so long ago. Um, I'm almost home. I'm gonna have to get the key out of the out of the Dropbox. Sorry, I got a little uh, tongue-tied because I could send somebody listening to my conversation with nobody, and I felt embarrassed. I felt really embarrassed, but this is just the way of things at the moment. Um, New York City Ballet is back in rehearsal. You know, that was a long time. That was a long, was a long hiatus that they had. 
um, definitely longer than almost all the other ballet companies in America. Oh my god, that's weird. There's this, like a whole chain of keys on our on our stoop. It's not ours. Okay, let's see. I'm not gonna tell you the password to my lockbox at my Airbnb. That just would be too dangerous. I can't risk rabid fans of this podcast coming to spy on me in my terrarium of a room. I didn't tell you, but my room... Sorry, it's hard to do with one hand. I got it. Um, My room is very... Exposed. It's a glass, full glass walls on two sides, as if it was um, like an exhibit, an exhibition again for those animals that are the precursor to the horse. If you're at the Museum of Natural History, mastodon, pterodactyl, or that Power Rangers. I think he. It is. It's hot in a in a spectacular way. Oh, Cece. Hi. I'm going to go down and lock the door. Put the key in the box. I'll be right back. Okay. Complicated. So it's like, go down, go up, go down. Go down, go up, go down. Put it in the box. Put it in the box. Putting in the box is the way that we all ensure that we can be adults in this endeavor and not have to continually check in with each other about where are the keys? Because as four adult humans with one set of keys, you have to figure out how to use the Dropbox. Okay. I'm almost there. I'm almost to my fishbowl. I have a bedroom. Hi, Cece. Cece's talking to her daughter. Okay. There was a small part of me that thought when I walked in my room, my wallet would be here, but that would have defied logic because I absolutely used my wallet to take the bus and here I am back at my wallet yet again. I'm so, 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 so sorry. What should I have for dinner? I had store-bought minestrone soup last night. I guess I'll have the the remainder of that. I think that'll be enough. From Whole Foods. We live just around the corner from Whole Foods. Very nice Whole Foods. Nice to go to Whole Foods that aren't in New York. Things that can be really, really nice somewhere, like a Whole Foods, can be really, really not nice in New York because New Yorkers... Um, trash everything there's just so many of us and there's just like so much aggression and speed and people just knocking corn cans off the shelf but if you've ever been to a whole foods in like texas or minneapolis or seattle you'll be like oh whole foods is whole foods is so pleasant whole foods is so well stocked my whole foods i mean look whole foods is like kind of trash compared to what they used to be You know, I used to shop at something called Wild Oats 
in um, Santa Monica, California, when I'd be there in the summers. And um, that became Whole Foods. I think Whole Foods absolutely bought the Wild Oats people. I wonder if Wild Oats was kind of like the seedling of Whole Foods. It was very, it was very Whole Foods in in its aesthetic. Um, although I think Whole Foods used to be a little bit more, like veering more towards bulk bin kind of health food store smelling of brewer's yeast etc but and wheatgrass oh you know that smell you know what i'm talking about sort of like um like floorboards and wheatgrass and um like dandelion greens in the in the refrigerator um and you know back in the olden days absolutely some very very difficult looking curly kale the kind that you'd only feed to a cow but these health food people when my brother and i had been sampling in the summers there was a little market in town called trudy's or trubies let's call it trudy's trudy's katie gail are you listening trudy's um and that was a real bona fide small town health food store where you go to get your vitamins and they just delicious sandwiches at the counter and they would have a turkey sandwich with sprouts and other stuff on um a very kind of seedy bread and it was delicious that's what i remember actually you know what i could be hallucinating i'm remembering i'm remembering a turkey blt or it could have been a veggie bacon it was either turkey bacon or veggie bacon and it was blt and it was heaven or it's really like you know how blt is just like so light and you know how many sandwiches can be so sort of wet and overwrought blts tend to avoid being wet sandwiches am i wrong maybe if you put too much mayonnaise or your tomato has been on there too long but you have to wait till the last moment to put your tomato you need to travel with that tomato wrapped in some sarin wrap susan sarin wrap um okay it's been one week since you looked at me 26 minutes i'm gonna go for the time being and i may or may not be back with a roommate who will tell you about themselves okay love you bye Well, well, well. Apologies. It's now Thursday night. It's 9.24. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I have been at UART's study cycle since 9 a.m. And um, so I didn't pull it together to record a guest today, which would have required... Um, soliciting a classmate during our lunch. And I thought, that's rude. It was a chaotic day of getting things together to print for this book, in quotations mark? Quotations. Quotations marks. Quotations marks. Um, anyways, it's a day that I'm glad is over. We finished off the day with a screening of this Maggie Marin documentary in the auditorium of this place. And it uh, was very long, it was very, very long. 
documentary. I mean, well made. I, and obviously, I mean, I enjoyed seeing fragments of many of the works. I, I wish we would have just sat down and watched one or two of the works that would have been A of all shorter and B of all, you know, minus um, all this personal contextualization and being that it was a movie made by Maggie Marin's son, you know, it was biased to say the least. I mean, not that Maggie Marin is a um, particularly controversial figure. I think there are just, there are like many of the um, sort of well-known European and American dance artists who came up in the 60s, 70s, who at the time received enough government funding to make a living and whose success in that time then translated into monetary success in the future with the help of government aid to build a dance center, um, things like that. Anyways, uh, watch this documentary about Maggie Marin. They make uh, good work. <clears throat> and, and you get to meet her family. It's a very family. It's a family affair. It's family matters. Um... What else can I tell you about today? Oh, gosh, I I wasn't my best self today. I We did a project where we had to, in a group, I'm in a group of six, five or six people, one of whom is on Zoom and just exists through the help of a program assistant who carries around a laptop as if they are that person which is strange. It's like having magic screen with us in the, in the, um, program. If for people who don't know who magic screen is magic screen was a prominent character on Pee Wee's playhouse, um, who Pee Wee would talk to and on whom Pee Wee would play connect the dots, la 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 la. And magic screen also played a uh, penny shorts, penny, penny, who was voiced by my childhood friend and yours, Ishi. Um, so that's a true story and not your childhood friend, my childhood friend. Ishii also got a part in Little Man Tate when that movie was being cast in New York. And my mom's friends knew the casting agents for that movie and they got me an audition for that film, though I had never acted. And I went in and I read for the role of Fred with Jodie Foster. And I sat across the table from her and read a scene about a toaster that I had taken apart. And I absolutely didn't get a callback. I certainly didn't get the role, but I did enjoy that movie, which stars the inimitable Diane Weist as... um as a uh, former child prodigy herself, who is then uh, the caretaker or is put in charge of cultivating a group of child prodigies at a special school. And she is um, at odds with Jodie Foster, who, though she acknowledges the gifts of her son, does not really, does not come from this rarefied world of privileged people with genius children who can put them in fancy music lessons and send them away to fancy Odyssey of the Mind summer camps and things like that. So though Diane Weist is um, 
happy to kind of cover the costs of Fred's education in order to cultivate this special mind, um, Jodie Foster is scared to let her son go. And um, I think, I think it's a happy ending at the end of the movie. I think they do somehow manage to find a work life balance with having Fred go to fancy genius kid lessons while also being able to have a normal childhood in downtown New York with Jodie Foster running around in sprinklers and things like that. Um, the relationship between Jodie Foster and the actor who plays her son is very sweet. And it was at a time where Jodie Foster was doing some really incredible acting, as was Diane Weist, as was, get ready for it, Harry Connick Jr., who uh, plays an interesting role in the film. And again, my childhood friend Ishi plays one of the genius children. Um, I don't know how I got on that. Auditions, Diane Weist, Jodie Foster. Oh, I wasn't my best self today. We were we were putting together these things in groups, and one of our classmates is on a screen, and um, you know, one of our classmates is from Italy, one of our classmates is from Senegal. It's just a, a, a motley crew, I must say, and things got very lost in 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 translation, in the explanation of what we were to be doing in this task, and really none of us knew what we were doing, and so we were doing the wrong thing for quite a while until suddenly we had about 20 seconds to complete this task where we were where we were contributing to these 11 by 17 sheets that were going to be printed by this Japanese razor machine, which is a kind of Xerox machine that screen prints very quickly. And at any rate, we just sort of like slapped a few tidbits on there and people were disappointed and exhausted and kind of emotionally um, frayed from the experience. And I have to say, like, I was trying to take on a role as sort of a group organizer using my iPad to help facilitate printing and, and, um, not just print, what am I trying to say? Printing and formatting. But um, in the end, we didn't even have time to print or format anything. So we were just meant to be sort of pulling things from our binders from this week of s- s- study symposium or study cycle. And, um, you know, it was an error which we learned yesterday is not, doesn't have to be considered a mistake or a flaw. It can merely be considered the space, space between intention and result. So you're welcome. I'm paying for this education, but you're getting it for free. Um, let's see. I really can't talk for very long tonight. I have to put this podcast online. I'd like to eat a cracker and I'd like to go to bed before we start all over tomorrow, which thankfully is the end of the school week. There will be some one-on-one work on Saturday with faculty, but that shouldn't be too consuming. Learn about Maggie Marin. If anybody knows about this dance 
that she made long ago for a woman who appears nude and then starts to rip off her flesh, which seems to be some kind of rubber, like a liquid latex situation where they pull off the flesh underneath it reveals these red, this red stuff. Can, if anybody knows this piece and wants to explain to me how that was done, I would really appreciate it. Um, okay. I keep intending to make corrections. Did I already do that? Like, I think many weeks ago I said Giorgio Armani was dead. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Oscar de la Renta is dead. But I don't think Giorgio Armani is. I appreciate you listening. I am going to make a huge effort for next week to have an hour-long episode with an interview as it has been many, 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 many weeks of me apologizing for being tired and making these nebulous thought poems. Poem. I love you, and I send my regards to you and yours. What's going on with dancing? That was happening with dancing. What's going on with happening with That was an outro song, special gift for my paucity of content. Goodbye.